It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds, it's Monday the 30th of May 2022, this is for professional investors only, never ever investment advice. Hopefully quite a quiet week in store for markets, uh, what with Jubilee Week and bank holidays here in the UK, it's a US holiday as well uh, today. Um, I could look back and see what's been going on over the Queen's reign as everyone else has been doing and probably worth mentioning David Smith's article in the Sunday Times pointing out that when the Queen uh, came to power in 1952, inflation in the UK was at 12%. It then collapsed back down by 1954 to below 1%. So uh, massive fall there in inflation. Um, Over her reign, huge expansion in real inflation adjusted wages. And he also points out the average UK house price uh, when the Queen was coronated was below £2,000. It's now £261,000, 139 times higher. Um, I haven't done any of that sort of stuff today, but I did look back and see what the gilt yield was in the UK the last time that the mighty Nottingham Forest was in the Premier League in 1999. So back then it was at 5%, now at 2%. Uh, had a wonderful day at Wembley yesterday. Um, also in the press over the weekend is the uh, ridiculous, of course, news that Boris Johnson wants to move us back away from the metric system onto imperial measurements. Um, uh, in celebration of the new Brexit freedoms and the Jubilee year and so forth. Fine by me as long as I don't have to go back to trading gilts in uh, 30 seconds of a point and learn all my decimals uh, again. Um, I did joke in 2012 on Twitter that Bloomberg was secretly preparing new functions on its keyboard for pounds, shillings and pence in case the UK decided to abandon decimalisation. Um, this was around the time that the Drachmar was at risk of leaving the Eurozone and there were rumours that uh, Bloomberg was reintroducing Drachmar functions on, on its keyboard. Um, but uh, it was a joke at the time, it doesn't quite seem so funny nowadays, you wouldn't put it past them, would you? Anyway, other news over the weekend, lots and lots about ESG, a couple of big articles in the Financial Times over the weekend. This all comes in the wake of um, Stuart Kirk of HSBC, um, who was head of their sustainability research area effectively at a conference, effectively poo-pooing the idea of global warming and uh, downplaying the risks of rising sea level and and, and so forth. Um, And that's led, you know, there's been a lot of it around over the past year, people wondering about greenwashing in particular, about whether ESG stocks do underperform or outperform uh, traditional stocks. Anyway, um, this weekend, big FT articles, as I say, and talking about things like in Florida, uh, Marco Rubio there has um, said that investors can sue if fund managers move away from just maximising economic returns for their shareholders. There are talk of uh, Pence and Romney both attacking ESG in letters to various people and indeed criticising S&P credit ratings for taking account of ESG measures and the term uh, that's been used is woke capitalism. Um, Inevitably of course there's now a big hedge fund being set up in the US to take anti-ESG bets i.e. to take the other side of the kind of oil and gas plays etc so uh you know i think this was inevitable but at the end of the day i think that most investors do want their money to do something good so i don't think it's going to go anywhere for the foreseeable future and certainly in europe in particular it's being legislated into law so uh, a kind of opposite reaction from politicians here to that in the united states 
So back to markets again, as I say, pretty quiet. Uh, gilts are opening softer this week, about seven basis points. So that 10-year gilt is just bumping up at 198. 30-year gilts, 224. 10-year treasuries, 274. Not much movement over the course of last week from them. Big movements, though, in credit in particular and, and a big recovery rally, especially in indices. So thinking about CDS index. Index. Uh, the main index in Europe is 14 tighter uh, last week, crossover 60 tighter last week, and that's brought the indices back tighter month to date. So May was pretty rocky to start with. We're now tight, tighter month to date than we started the month. And that's despite uh, huge waves of supply, both in dollars and in euros and, and even in sterling over the course of the month. Cash bonds have underperformed those indices, but nevertheless, we're, we're going well again this morning, in part due to the news overnight that China has relaxed some of its virus controls. So, um, you know, the, the very strictest levels of lockdown have in some areas been relaxed. Finally, to, to end on Europe, uh, had quite a lot of inflation data out this morning, the most scary of which, I guess, for European policymakers comes from Spain. Um, Spanish year-on-year inflation CPI had expected to be about 8.5. It came in 8.7. And we've had some of the German states report their inflation data as well. So Hesse, Baden-Württemberg, Bavaria, all coming in either in the 7s or 8s and all at least uh, half a percent higher on a year-on-year basis than they were in April. So inflation appears to be continuing to move in the wrong direction for for Europe, even as people start thinking that it may have peaked in in the US. And just to remind ourselves what the market thinks and what policymakers think is going to happen to the ECB rates, well, rate hikes still penciled in for July and September, 25 basis points in each and uh, Philip Lane, who's the uh, probably most senior policymaker outside of uh, Christine Lagarde at the European Central Bank, is talking about that market expectation of 25 and 25 in July and September being benchmark pace. So, you know, he's kind of uh, um, reinforcing what the market has already been saying and kind of justifying it and saying that that makes sense to him. Elsewhere, and to finish up, Italian government bonds are hitting nearly 3% this morning. It's about 2% more than Bund yields at the moment. And we are starting to see broker notes uh, talking about debt sustainability uh, in what, what used to be called peripheral Europe. And not particularly worrying about it at the moment, but acknowledging that this will start coming back onto the agenda. So come on, you Reds. Um, looking forward to next year in the Premier League. Have good uh, Jubilee weeks for those who celebrate. Bye.